Hey guys, it's Ellen Olson Brown with the Sun in My Face podcast. So there are a couple of books that I go back to over and over again to read because they give me so many little moments of feeling like, oh my gosh, that's so true. I want to remember that forever. And then I kind of forget or I don't completely understand what the author is talking about. Um, And so I go back and read them again. And right now I am rereading, I think for the third time, a book called Your Resonant Self by Sarah Payton, P-E-Y-T-O-N. And uh, very, very basically, it's a lot about how we have a mode in our brain. So basically like a we have a way of kind of being in our brain and in our body, um, a, a kind of resting state that has a coherent pattern of brain activity fluctuations. And when we're in that state, which is kind of the state of like kind of sitting around, maybe staring off into space, or maybe what happens like when you're driving, it's a little bit daydreamy. Um it's kind of always there. It seems to back off a little bit when you're actually engaged in a task that requires thinking um, or when you are just like kind of distracted out of yourself, but it's called the default mode network. And it is a pattern of brain behavior that uh, is very self-referential. So it is... um, you know, the place where kind of your autobiographical memory lives, your sense of like thinking about yourself, envisioning yourself in the future, thinking about what happened in the past, thinking about other people's thoughts and feelings, but maybe especially in relation to yourself. So it's kind of that place where like you feel yourself and it might be, you know, like that kind of like, huh, how am I doing? Is everything okay? What do I need to do this afternoon? wow, that conversation this morning, that was really tough. Should I apologize for that? I don't know. Am I a jerk for having had that conversation? Oh, wow, look, I just got this email. That's great. Wow, that makes me feel really good about myself. Now I feel really good. Um, It's just this kind of resting state in your brain that seems to be very concerned with you and how you're doing and how you conceive of yourself. Um. Also, an interesting fact from this book, did you know that when your brain is basically at rest, like not even working very hard, it consumes 20% of the activity, I mean, of the energy in your body? That is a pretty big deal. So anyway, this default mode network that you have in your body, it's helpful, but it can also be not helpful. And Sarah Payton describes the not helpful mode of your default mode network being um, the savage default mode network. So it's one that is very, very critical of you and holds you to very high standards and you can hardly cut a break and is always looking for the bad things that you've done. And it's basically trying to keep you safe, but uh, it can really cause a lot of problems. If you hear some snoring, I'm sitting on the couch. My dog just came up and lied down next to me and now he is snoring. I don't know if you can hear him. Aw, what a sweet puppy. So anyway, this whole book is basically about 
trying to wake up a sense of self-warmth, a sense of kind of being a good friend to yourself and considering yourself with the warmth that you might give to like a young child or someone you knew was vulnerable or someone you felt a lot of affection for. And for some people, this comes very easily. For others, it is really, really, really a challenge. So this morning when I was rereading, I um, stumbled upon this part that uh, I've heard this meditation, not only in this book, but I've heard some other teachers kind of suggest it. And it's called, I think, the one cell meditation. And I just think it's kind of a cool idea. And it always seems to work for me if I'm in a mode where I am, um, you know, not being so nice to myself. Uh, I think even as a pretty positive person, I get into that place sometimes. Probably you do too. And um, the idea is that you kind of hold out your hand in front of you and you imagine in your hand one cell from your body. And if you can't wake up warmth for, for your entire self, for your being, your history, your, you know, the whole shebang that's you, you try to wake up some warmth and appreciation for this one cell. And you notice that it's doing its best, that it is vulnerable, that it, you know, has a membrane around it trying to keep it protected, that uh, it needs to be fed, that, you know, all of the things about this amazing complex cell just trying to do its job to support you. And um, you try to generate some warmth for that cell. And I almost always have this moment where I go, oh, like almost like I do for my dog sitting here snoring next to me. I've never heard my cell snore, but there's that feeling of like, oh, you cute little cell. Oh my gosh, so cute. And you've got billions. Do you have trillions? I think maybe you do. That's a lot of cuteness in one human body. So anyway, just uh, something to notice is kind of where your mind goes when you are just kind of zoning out and being aware of yourself. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with you if you go to negative places, but maybe you could be a little warmer and kinder to yourself. Um, so the book, again, is Your Resonant Self by Sarah Payton. And um, maybe the one cell meditation will work for you in some way. Uh, I guess that's a recommendation. My other recommendation for this week, I just bought a cookbook. It's the New York Times Cooking No Recipe Recipes. It's written by Sam Sifton. And uh, it's great. It doesn't have any measurements. So it's basically like throw some of this in a pot, cut up one or two of these, sprinkle on some salt, like... Uh, and that's kind of how I like to cook anyway. I'm not really good at precise measurements. The only thing that's a little bit of a bummer about this book. Oh my gosh, the dog. I'm going to see if I can get him to snore into the. I don't know if you can hear that. Anyway, uh, right now it's just me and my husband at home and he is uh, a vegetarian. He tries to eat vegan, but... Um, is not very strict about that, but he really doesn't eat meat. So there's a lot of meat and fish recipes in here. And I'll definitely try some of them. Uh, but like tonight, I am making Hasselback kielbasa for myself. And I'm going to make a tempeh version for my husband. And listen to this. You kind of glaze the kielbasa and or tempeh with a mixture of apricot preserves and mustard. 
and then you sheet bake it with uh, onions and bell peppers. Doesn't that sound good? All right, my recommendation, this cookbook, I already have like six recipes I'm going to make in it in the next few days. Very exciting. Okay, I will talk to you soon. Bye.